With Bengals week upon us, the Steelers get ready for the big game. It's Friday here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, which means I'm joined by Jenna Harner of Channel 11 WPXI. We're going to break down this game. There's an interesting injury report that we want to go through. Who most likely will be available, who won't, and what does that do for some of the Steelers matchups? Then we'll pick all the NFL games right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, which you can find on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Odyssey, and YouTube. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Friday, which means Jenna Harner from Channel 11 WPXI joins us. Jenna, how you doing? Happy Friday, Chris. I'm so happy to be here as always. And I'm just trying to bring the same energy as this woman did. I saw this tweet on Twitter earlier this week. This was wild. It's magical. It might be probably arguably one of my favorite tweets of all time. And I sent it to Chris. Basically, this woman caught her boyfriend cheating and Uh She responded by logging into his fantasy lineup and dropping, straight up dropping Devontae Adams. That is just, that's just, that's just the most savage. That's, it's evil, but it's, it's justified evil. Like, yep. like if, he's, if he's cheating, you go, go get yours. But man, if I, if I woke up one morning and like, yo, where's Devontae at? He's on waivers? He's like, how'd he get here? <laughs> That is that is an amazing comeback. I, I I man, like, but see, like that's some stuff. That's some stuff, man. Like, like that would be a tip of the iceberg if I ever got put in that situation. I can't imagine the death that would be that would be occurring. But man, Devontae Adams going off my fantasy team. That's some sweet revenge there. Um, that but, is brilliant. Uh, <laughs> so that's just that's the energy I'm just trying to bring today. No, I feel you. I feel you. Um, <laughs> let's get right into catching up things up. So news and notes on the Steelers Thursday's injury report. Uh, did indicate, you know, probably some good signs of some players returning, some some bad signs of other players not returning. Ben Roethlisberger didn't practice Wednesday, but was a limited participant on Thursday, kind of going with the track of Ben Roethlisberger, taking the Wednesday off, getting ready for the game, probably will play, I'd say, Sunday. I think he is going to play uh, unless there's a major setback. Um, Joe Hayden went from limited on Wednesday to full on, on Thursday, which is a very good sign that he'll be back on track. Uh, Devin Bush has practiced in full both days. I expect that his groin injury is is uh, at least not going to impact him enough to keep him out of this game. Eric Ebron returned to practice after a coach's decision. TJ Watt still limited, but Mike Tomlin has said before, Jenna, how he's okay with him kind of you know missing practices and then playing because he has that capability. But Jenna, the two biggest concerns here, uh, Deontay Johnson didn't practice for a second straight day, as did Alex Highsmith along with Carlos Davis. Uh, Marcus Allen Justin Lane also didn't practice in this game, but uh, Deontay Johnson, and Alex Highsmith, two young players that that that, Steel, that the Steelers are you know coming to rely more upon. Johnson uh, has been targeted the most on the team and also hasn't had a drop yet in in the first two games. While Alex Highsmith, a key contributor to the pass rush, I, I wanted to get a sense from you. Do you think that this is uh that, that if if these guys if those guys that we saw upgraded play and these two guys are missing, do you think the Steelers are in dire straits with this Bengals game, or do you think this is a game where hey they can weather this storm? 
Absolutely. I think they can for sure weather the storm if they're going to have, of course, your starting quarterback in the lineup, Ben Roethlisberger. The fact that he was limited was a very big indication, kind of like what you were saying, his normal weekly routine. I keep reminding people because I think people are like, it's a left peck injury. It affects him throwing. It's not his throwing arm. He said earlier this week, it's kind of, you know, whenever he pushes up off the ground or reaches outside of the framework of his body. So it wouldn't seem to be affecting his normal throwing motion. Again, I don't know. I'm not entirely like zoned in on those analytics and Mm -hmm. we don't know what's in Ben's head. He could be, he could be saying one thing and it could be more pain. It could be less pain from, but from how he's speaking, it really does indicate to me at least that he should play as long as there aren't any further setbacks this week. I think the fact that you're getting both Joe Hayden and Devin Bush. You're seeing them progress the way they are. That would indicate that they're going to play, especially with them both being full participants on Thursday. Obviously, we have to wait for the final injury report to come out right. on Friday. And that would be, again, look for them to practice in full. That would be a really good indication. And the fact that TJ Watt was limited. I think really all of those are signs of good steps. And we heard from Mike Tomlin earlier in the week where he said, you know, there are veteran guys that can, you know, we trust a lot that can have limited practice throughout the week and then come in and we know what they can do. So to me, that's kind of where I'm going in my head with TJ. Again, it's going to be depending on how he feels with the groin. That's kind of a, with it being a soft tissue injury, you never really know exactly how those are going to unfold. It's probably one of those things. They're going to try and test it out as much as they can before leading up to the game. And it might be one of those things where we find out game day, Hey, he's going to be playing. So I think that this kind of bodes really well compared to where they were at the end of the game or even when we heard from Mike Tomlin on Tuesday and it was like, hey, all of these guys are hurt. Yes, they will. If Alex Highsmith doesn't play, they will miss his presence, but that's why they went out and got Melvin Ingram. That's why they added some depth earlier this week with Taco Charlton. Granted, he's on the practice squad. I'm sure we're not going to see him instantaneously, Mm -hmm. but – That's why they added guys like that. That's kind of why they did that. And I think this does seem to bode really well, especially against a team like the Bengals. And that's the thing here is that this Bengals team still, you know, a lot of people, I think majority across the board would say that they were the the team a lot of people picked to come in dead last in the AFC North as it's a highly competitive division. But still, this is a team that that beat the Steelers at the end of the season last year when the Steelers were kind of reeling after their 11-0 start. And this is but this is also the team that they stomped on when they played at Heinz Field last year. So. For for me, this is the important question that I'm weighing in this game. You know Ben Roethlisberger's been taking a lot of hits. You mm-hmm. also know that, that, the, that the Bengals have some guys up front that can, that can get after the quarterback a little bit. Is this a week where you're, you tell Ben out of precaution, hey, sit this one out, you need to get some rest, uh, and, and we don't want you getting hurt, we can win this one, Mason? Or is this one where you say, you know what, no, this offense has not been good enough and you are part of that problem? Do you need this need you we need every opportunity to get this offense right by the end of the season because you know th- one they need these wins but two they need this offense to coalesce and figure things out and Ben Roethlisberger finding his rhythm in this offense is right among the the top things that are most important. Yeah, that's a really interesting question because on one side, we saw what Mason Rudolph was able to do at the end of last season in that game against the Browns. It was super competitive all the way through. The Browns needed it to make it into the playoffs and they had a chance to tie it at the end with the two-point conversion and it was just a little bit off the mark, if I'm remembering that correctly, at the end of Mm -hmm. last year. 
So I don't think they're going to want to go to Mason this early. Frankly, I also think that, like you mentioned, this offense needs to continue to gel. Yes, they've been able to find a little bit, like little blips and glimpses of success, but Ben was the first to tell you after the game when they lost against the Raiders, I didn't play well enough, that's on me. Hmm. You can tell that he wants to get back out there and he wants to be able to take control of the offense and say, hey, this is how we do things, this is how we do things right. He wants to continue to find that gelling with the offensive line. You know, again, everybody, there's so much talk about, oh, you know, they're young. I feel like we've been saying that consistently. They're young, they're (laughs) inexperienced, they're still working with one another. They need just to kind of keep that consistency. And I think that if, obviously, again, depending on where Ben is at with his pain tolerance, and if this is something where we see him practice in full on Friday, or even if he's limited on Friday, I do anticipate him playing. And, you know, again, Aditi Kinkobala from NFL Network made a fantastic point last Mm -hmm. year. Ben was on the COVID list because of a close contact the week leading up to the Bengals game, the first matchup between the two didn't practice all week, went out and threw for over 300 yards and four touchdowns. So again, depending on his pain tolerance, which seemingly with the fact that he practiced today is a good thing. If he can maintain that, then I think, you know, he will go out there and this offense will at least find a little bit more of a rhythm than what we've seen from them uh, up to this point. Yeah. That, that, that's where I, I see is this. They need every opportunity to come together yeah. to figure things out. And, and I think Ben, too, because part of it's the, the rhythm and understanding when to go and where to go. I know some people are like, well, well he's a veteran. He's supposed to do this. Like this again, this is a new offense, a new offensive line, a lot of new I mean, four starting rookies uh, uh, you know, out there with uh, Pat Friermuth, Dan Moore Jr., Kendrick Green, and Najee Harris. That's not something that you just throw, throw guys into and they just figure it out. It took Tom Brady a while to click with the Buccaneers last year as well. So, um, you know, I just – Say, yeah, I think that this, that's why this is important that he gets this is this experience. We'll see if that's the case on Sunday, and again, we'll get more information on that with the Friday injury report. But we got to pick, get back to picking some games. We're gonna do that in the second segment here. But first, I got to tell you guys about Built Bar. If you want a healthy treat that tastes like a candy bar, Built Bar is the protein bar for you. It's the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, and it comes in so many different flavors. Whether you want a fruit snack like raspberry, strawberry, or orange, or something different like salted caramel, cookies and cream, uh, Rocky Road, or my personal favorite, double chocolate. Though I got to say, uh, I got a new flavor here. It's called Real Cookie Dough. This flavor's fire. I've eaten like two or three of these over the, over the past week. Thank you. Thank you, Built Bar, for sending me these because uh, uh, can you send me more because I'm running out. Um, but uh, it's a, it's an it's an awesome treat. And, uh, again, they have all the different flavors that you want to try out and you can enjoy. And uh, you can get, get them delivered right to your house by going to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. Again, that's LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off on your next order remember these things only pack about four to five grams of carbs four to five grams of sugar and eight only 130 to 180 calories but 17 to 18 grams of protein so they're extremely healthy for you they taste great and they're a great uh, a substitute so that you don't eat the wrong kind of snack and mess up your diet again go to built.com and order an order by using uh, the promo code locked 15 l-o-c-k-e-d-1-5 for 50 percent off at built.com Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Jenna Harner of Channel 11 WPXI. Jenna, we're going to roll into the picks. Now, I want to remind everyone to join the Run Your Pool uh, com contest. We have a pickup contest going all throughout the year. It started in week two. So if you if you missed last week, get in on it. If you play this every week or, you know, play this week to week, 
if you come up with the most points, if you're the fan with the most uh, wins at the end of the season, you will get a free Steelers jersey of your choice from Run Your Pool. So get make sure to get on the action. Check the description of this YouTube video if you're wa- if you're watching on YouTube. If you're not, just go to the YouTube for this episode. You can find the the invite link as a, in in there that you can copy and paste to your browser and sign up for your pick. Em. now. Uh, again, congratulations to the winners last week, Sam, 99, 14, and Dozer, 21. And I guess congratulations to Jenna because she beat me by a game last week. Ooh, uh, let's go. Uh, she went 12 and four and I went 11 and five. The wild card this week, this is ridiculous. So Jenna's up uh, one game in the series. Uh, but again, this is how close it was. Last year we went, we picked every single game and the, it came down to the Super Bowl. That was the last pick. So it is really important to, to pay attention week to week. Jenna, let's get right back at it with the picks. Skipping over Thursday night football because, of course, we're recording this on a Thursday before the game happens. We can't see what happens there. But uh, let's get into our pick here. Uh, two one-on-one teams that are kind of interesting. The Washington football team at the Buffalo Bills. Bills had a tough loss to the Steelers but rebounded with a 35-0 shutout over the Dolphins. Washington got that interesting defense and Taylor Heineke looking impressive uh, in, the, in last week against the Giants. But I'm sorry, they're playing the best New York team right now, and that's the Bills. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm going Buffalo in this one. They, You knew that that offense, especially how they performed against the Steelers, granted, again, you look at the Steelers' defense, what the Steelers' defense does. Washington's defense, in my opinion, solid, but not the Steelers' defense. And I think that they're going to continue to build that momentum. I was reading a lot about Josh Allen, how he's been really frustrated with his performance. And again, you have a shutout against yes. the Dolphins. Yeah. You put up 35 points, granted some of those were defensive scores, but you do that against the Dolphins, things are looking pretty good. So I think this Bills offense is going to continue to roll. I think Washington makes it a game, but I think the Bills defense too is just too solid for Taylor Heineke and that offensive line for the Washington football team. Now, here's an interesting AFC North matchup. Bears at the Browns. Bears mm-hmm. one and one after rebounding last week. Browns also rebounded last week. But, uh, Jenna, I'm going with the Bears. I know it's Justin Fields who's been announced the starter, but the Browns were struggling last week with Terod Taylor, and it only took Davis Mills to come in for them to barely edge the Texans out. I think the Bears can beat this team. I'm not saying that they definitely will, but I need to make some upsets to make up for my last week and come up a game behind. So I'm picking the Bears. Unless you're picking the Bears, then I'm like, oh, no, then my upset. She's she's shaking her head like, I'm not doing that. I'm not great. No, I was going to say, we're (laughs) differing real early in this one, and I kind of like it. I'm going with Cleveland. Yeah, I think they looked a little bit shaky against Terod Taylor, but also he was performing really well before he got injured. I think that was a little bit overlooked, and granted, yes, everyone's like, oh, it's just Terod Taylor, but he was playing really well before that injury I just I I think the Browns are a little bit more diverse if I believe I'm correct OBJ is expected to be back this week don't entirely quote me on that who knows we think he's back he's not back I know Jarvis Landry won't play uh I I think Odell Odell's maybe pushing it because he wants he knows they they know they need a top receiver in this game um but 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 to your point I think I have heard that he will play in this game yeah, at least the last report I was reading. So granted, it you know, it's been a couple of days. But I just uh, I think that Cleveland is just a little bit of a better team here. Justin Fields in his first start, there might be a little bit of jitters. Not that he isn't going to perform well, but I think that, you know, he's going to build upon things. I just don't think that right now he's going to come out and like make a huge splash. Although, hey, that might be a freezing cold take and I might be like eating my words next week. So who knows? Who knows? We will see. There's one pick we differ on. Now, this one, I don't think we will. Ravens at Lions. I'm sorry. Uh, 
unless Lamar Jackson, he did not, he did not practice Thursday. Unless Lamar Jackson don't play, then I would go with the Lions. But until I hear that he definitely isn't playing, I'm going with the Ravens. I believe at least the last report I read on Thursday said it was a some sort of stomach issue, which I was like, oh my God, Twitter is going Sheft, to have Sheft, a... Schefter tweeted that it was a, his sore hip that had made him miss practice from the, from the leaping into the end zone celebration that he did. I saw that too. I was like, ooh, sore hip, stomach bug combo. The what two is it? Yeah. I don't know. So again, if Lamar doesn't play, I think there might be a little concern here. I don't see him not playing. Right. And again, that offense, what they were able to do against the Chiefs, I think they build on that win. I don't think this is an entirely uh, like a, you know, a letdown game by any means. It might be closer than people think, but I think mm-hmm. just the Ravens are clearly the better team here. The Lions defense and the Lions really don't have any op- off weapons on offense. There we go. So I uh, the Ravens in this one seemed easy to me. Quick one here. Cardinals at Jaguars. This is one of my survivor picks. Cardinals easy. Cardinals, absolutely. It's yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars. What else do you need to say? Urban Meyer going 0-3. Yeah. Uh, now, this now this is a, a potential game of the week here. Maybe it is the game of the week uh, for non-Steelers things. Chargers at Chiefs. Division showdown. Justin Herbert versus Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Uh, the Chargers almost pulled off one against the Cowboys last week. It was very close. I'm sticking with the Chiefs at home. I think they got the offensive firepower, and I'm just I'm still not sold on the Chargers. I do think they'll be good this year, but not in this game. I think so, too. I think the Chiefs have a big bounce back game here. And also, uh, L.A.'s record in one-score games is just horrendous in the last three years. I want to say it's something like 8-17. and 17. I might be – that might not be the figure, but that comes to my mind. So, that I think it's something outrageous where they just can't win in a close game. I think they will keep it close. But, again, I think Patrick Mahomes and his offensive weapons right now are too solid compared to where the Chargers are. I think that it's, you know, a good game for the Chargers. But, yeah, I'm going Chiefs here. Moving along, Saints at Patriots. Jameis Winston dropped a one-on-one with the Patriots uh, bounce back last week. Uh, I'm going with the Patriots, but I am so unsure about this. Pick. Yes, there's a couple ones I'm unsure about too, but I went with the Patriots in this one just because it's Bill Belichick. And I mean, I think, again, you look at the performance they had last week against Zach Wilson. Yeah. They can build on that. Mac Jones can continue to build on that. I've been hearing from a lot of people around the league that he looks really good. Granted, I haven't paid much attention because a lot of their games obviously have been at the same time that we've been covering Steelers games, yes. but I just think that the Patriots kind of have more answers. And when you look at complete teams, I think just Belichick knows what he, I mean, he's so good at what he does. Clearly. I think the Patriots win this one. Bit of a toilet bowl here. Owen two Falcons at Owen two giants. Uh, it's uh, it's, it's rough for both of these franchises right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going with the Falcons. I don't know why. I don't even know why, Je- Jenna. I mean, you listen. We watched that last Giants game together. You saw how bad it was with Washington. I mean, I don't know who to believe in here. I flipped the coin. It landed on Atlanta. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm just a little disappointed. But uh, <laughs> I am going. Oh, with- she busted out the sweater with the Giants, baby. Um, I think that Daniel Jones is playing well, and that feels very weird to say. But Daniel Jones played well against a decently solid defense in the Washington football team. So they almost won that game other than uh, offsides, questionable offsides call. It was what it was. I'm all right about it. Totally, I think they're totally back. over it. You're totally over I'm it. I'm fine. Everything's totally <laughs> fine. Uh, okay, good stuff there. We're gonna, Again, we're skipping the Steelers-Bengals game for last. Uh, Colts at Titans. 
two teams that had a rocky rocky start to the season, but Titans rebounded last week, figuring, oh, wait, we can't run the ball with Derrick Henry, so we'll throw the ball to Derrick Henry, and it worked for him. I think it works for him again. Yeah, I think so too. Derrick Henry has been, I mean, he bounced right back. And I think the Colts, there's some question marks with Carson Wentz this week. It looked like he didn't practice at least as of Thursday. So both ankles. yeah, both ankles, not great. If you're a quarterback, you need ankles to play football. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I, I think the Titans continue to build on their offensive performance from last week. 2-0 Broncos host the 0-2 Jets. I'm sorry. I'm not betting on the Jets until they show me something. And the Broncos are, are looking good. Yeah, Broncos defense against Zach Wilson is the matchup for me. Yeah, that that, that that's just going to be the problem. Now, 2-0 Raiders host the 1-1 one -one Dolphins. Dolphins, I thought, didn't look bad week one, but got smoked in week two. Meanwhile, the Raiders playing two good games against two good teams. I'm sticking with the Raiders. I think in, in Las Vegas, they got this game. Yeah, I think so too. And I believe I read that Josh Jacobs was practicing again, which is a good mm -hmm. sign for that offense. But yeah, my I think fantasy that, team, let's go. Ooh, somebody's excited to have him, <laughs> we'll have him back potentially in the lineup. Um, and I think the absence of Tua is going to be a big thing for that Dolphins uh, offense and that offensive line needs a whole lot of work. So uh, have fun going against Max Crosby this week. <laughs> You're right, right. That's that, that's going to be tough. Now, here's the the uh, the definite game of the week: Buccaneers two and zero at two and zero Rams. Jenna, this is a tough pick for me because I, I really like the Rams this year. Matt Stafford is looking like the guy that they signed him to be, but the Buccaneers are such a complete team. I'm sticking with Tampa Bay. I think they go on the road and they handle their business. But do you think that the Rams show the world that hey, maybe they deserve to be on some, number one in some power rankings? No, I, this was a really tough one. Cause I think the line, the last time I looked was like one and a half minus one and a half for Tampa, mm -hmm. which my goodness, it's going to be such a close game, but it's very, very hard. Unfortunately, I hate saying this. It's hard to pick against Tom Brady with the way yeah. he's playing right now. I think I saw AB went on the COVID list earlier this yes, week. He, he might be able to test out of it. Not entirely sure, but he, you know, he, um, Brady still has a lot of targets on the offense. And again, that connection he's had with Gronk. Gronk has, what, four touchdowns, three touchdowns on the season already? Yeah, he, has, so. he has four. He's two in back-to-back -back games. Exactly. So he's got four. It's ridiculous. Yeah, keep an eye on that matchup. And again, I, I think the, Ra the Rams are a solid team, no doubt about it. But I just think the um, Bucks are more complete. I feel you on that. Seahawks and Vikings. Uh, Vikings had a heartbreaker of a missed field goal at the end of their game. Not like that's ever happened to them against the Seahawks before, uh, or or at all. Uh, but I'm sticking. I'm sticking with the Seahawks. Russ, Russell Wilson. They're going to be too good of a team to for the Vikings to overcome. Yeah, and I think that's a really emotional loss for the Vikings, and that's one of those ones that you're just – it takes a little bit more to bounce back from, especially when you're going against a really solid Seahawks offense. So I'm going Russ um, on this one for sure. Sunday night football, Aaron Rodgers bouncing back last week. He's 1-1, one one, but they're at, at the 2-0 Niners. I'm giving it to Aaron Rodgers. I do think he is fully back. Yeah, I think so, too. I think Green Bay was like, uh, we're not the team you saw week one. I think that Aaron Jones in that run game gets going against a kind of banged up and interestingly not as fantastic as we thought it was going to be Niners yep. on defense. So I, I think that's going to be that key matchup in this game, and I think Green Bay continues to roll. Monday Night Football, Eagles at Cowboys. Now, let me tell you, Jenna, as a proud graduate of Chain University, one of my favorite pastimes there was whenever these two teams played, I would go to, like, the main place where I knew fans would be, and Cowboys and Eagles fans would assemble, and the hatred that would fly from these matchups. Watching Eagles fans hate Cowboys fans and vice versa is one of my favorite pastimes. I am going to try to 
start start up and instigate all sorts of fights for my friends on both sides here because I want to see the text group battles about this. Exactly. We're cooking. We're cooking. We're instigating. We want the problems. But I'm During going with the Cowboys. Lot. Exactly. We need to stir this pot. We need to see more action. But I'm going with the Cowboys. Dak looks really good. Michael Parsons looks phenomenal. I think they got too good of a team. And Jalen Hurts, they're still figuring things out in Philly. Yeah, I think so too. I just think with what we saw, how Dak came out of the gates game one, I think he's building a lot of confidence. I think that offense looks pretty good. I think they're kind of getting, um, you know, not just it's not just Ezekiel Elliott's run game. They're getting both of those, those guys involved. So I think, yeah. So I think you're just kind of kind of gonna kind of see Dallas's offense kind of explode a little bit. This one's gonna be, I think, a little closer, but I just think you'll. I feel more confident in Dallas than I do with where Philly's at right now. Absolutely. We're going to get to our Steelers picks in just a moment here. But first, I got to tell you about Run Your Pool. You can pick all these picks with us on Run Your Pool to get your chance to win a free Steelers jersey at the end of the season if you pick all pick, pick, pick the most wins correctly by the end of the year. Football season's back, so make the most of it by joining Run Your Pool or create your own custom pool at Run Your Pool. Dot com. They offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools, 33, and more. Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football with one-week games, full-season playoffs, or the Super Bowl. Unlike other fantasy platforms, sports platforms, Run Your Pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can even brand your pool for your local business, bar, or restaurant. Reconnect with friends and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action-packed this season. Check them out today, and you'll get $10 off your runyourpool.com slash locked on if you use that if you use that as your promo code locked on at checkout as well. Anywhere and everywhere in the world, Run Your Pool helps friends and colleagues compete. The NFL season starts started not September 9th, but you can get your, your season going at any point in time at runyourpool.com slash locked on or if you go to run your pool or download the app on your phone you can use locked on as a promo code to get in with run your pool again join the locked on Steelers run your pool by going in the description of the video here below on YouTube and you can join us at any point in time for your shot to win a Steelers jersey now moving right along to our other sponsor bet online it's that time of the year again with football back everyone's looking and betting on pro and college football. And the best place to do that is bet online. It's the number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. You can get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including their half million dollar NFL mega contest and their $200,000 NFL survivor contest open at bet online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. And you'll receive a 100% welcome bonus. When you sign up with bet online, be sure to take advantage of all their different promos that are available to you. Anytime you look, look for details. Maybe you can get, you can get your wager refunded bet on bet, betting on certain contests. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football to basketball to boxing right down to horse racing don't wait and take advantage of all their great offers available for the 2021 season bet online your online sportsbook experts now jenna when we do back-to-back ad reads we keep it rolling right into the third segment we do that here exactly we keep it rolling um forward i was going back no it's fine it's fine forward backward i think dante culpepper that was his dance for he did the keep it rolling from the big timers um but uh, <laughs> but uh, okay. Let's get let's get to this matchup here now. Before we give our final score predictions, we always pick one matchup or one aspect of this game that we think is the turning point that decides how this game goes. I want to let you lead here. What do you think is the biggest factor that plays into how this game results? I think it's going to be a little bit dependent on is Joe Hayden and is Devin Bush, are they going to play? I think if both of those guys are in the game, which seems to be kind of the direction it's trending a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, again, as of the latest injury report on Thursday, if they play, I think 
Joe Burrow has a really tough day. He didn't have the best game last week. I also think the Bengals offensive line, they're young, they're rebuilding. That is going to be a huge key. And we'll throw TJ Watt in there too, because obviously if he can get to Joe Burrow, but I think that we're going to see if the defense can score in this game, which I thought that they had the chance to do against the Raiders, if the defense can score in this game, or at least if they can win the turnover battle, I think that bodes very well for the Steelers offense. Again, if Ben plays to get out there and light up the scoreboard a little bit, gain more consistency, but I think it's just going to be, will those three guys on defense and more Hayden Bush just because of the pass game being in the secondary. But I think that if those guys play, it will be a very long day for Joe Burrow. Now, I agree. I think that's a major factor here. So I'm going to switch up my major factor to the, being the offense, getting out early and getting establishing a lead. That's yeah. something the Steelers have not done at any point in time in either of their games, and that's yeah. allowed the other team to kind of hang around and figure things out with their offense against the Steelers' defense. Yeah. The Steelers' offense can really help the defense's case, you know, with Joe Hayden, Devin Bush, if T.J. Watt's back, even mm-hmm. if Alex Highsmith doesn't return. If yeah. they can get out, and again, I'm not expecting the Steelers to light up the scoreboard a ton in this game, but just go out there in the first quarter, give them a 7-10 point lead, and then let this defense play with the lead. That's what it would be really good at. It's done a great job keeping the Steelers in games when their offense is struggling and if you establish that early lead that allows you to kind of okay now we can try to figure things out while we know the defense got our back that's what has to happen also if that lead is established you get later into the game Joe Mixon currently the number two running back in total yards in the NFL right now if you get if you get the establish a lead they're not going to be able to run the ball as much that's going to put it on Joe Burrow that's going to put it on their offensive line to protect him and that's going to allow your defense to pin those ears back and go get their young quarterback who threw three interceptions on three consecutive passes last week and also give your secondary more chances to prey on more predictable looks from him so with that being said Jenna what is your final score prediction for this game I've been going back and forth with this one. I'm going 27-14 Steelers. It might seem a little high scoring, but again, I kind of just with what we've seen from the offense up to this point, but Mm -hmm. I think the defense contributes in a big way. I think we at least see a pick, if not potentially a pick six or maybe a scoop and score type situation. But I think the defense is going to score. And I think that Ben Roethlisberger will figure some things out with the offense. And again, if they can play with that lead, if they can get an early lead and play with it, you're going to see them kind of gain more confidence. It's a situation they really haven't been in. So I'm going 27-14 Steelers here. Well, we're going very similar numbers here. I'm just going one off of each. I'm going 26-13. I think that part of the Steelers and what they'll do, they'll kick a lot of field goals early in this game to establish that lead, and then they'll break through with a touchdown, and that will be what puts the Bengals in trouble. They still have – I think Joe Burrow does get a score in this game, but uh, I think the defense establishes itself, controls the game for the most part, and they might even get, like you said, a score of their own. Um, on, a, on a big play here. But both of us have the Steelers winning comfortably in this game. Of course, Steelers fans won't ever feel comfortable in this game because they never do. Uh, no. <laughs> no. But, but, uh, but those are our picks. Again, if you want to join our Run Your, Run Your Pool Pick'em League for Locked on Ste- for the Locked On Steelers podcast, be sure to check runyourpool.com. Uh, sign up for it there or check the link below uh, in this YouTube video in the description, and you can uh, you can add and join and play with Jenna and I every single week and get your chance to win the Steelers jersey by having the most picks correct by the end of the season. Jenna, this is always a pleasure to have you on the show and end it here with you on a Friday. Let me know where they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. 
It is always a pleasure to be here. So thank you so much for having me as always. Happy Friday, everybody. We made it to the weekend. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jenna Harner 11, Instagram at Jenna underscore Harner um, on WPXI. And hey, definitely tune in tonight. Chris Carter and I have uh, our Friday night skylights, high school football coverage, yes. the best in the city. Yes, we indeed. Tons of fun. So definitely be sure to join us. Um, and just, you know, for all your Steelers coverage, your Penguins coverage, crazy to think training camp starting. We got yep. all that and so much more um, on WPXI, your nightly newscast, 6, 10, and 11. So join us there and join us here, obviously. Happy Friday. <laughs> Thank you, Jenna, for joining the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can listen to this show Monday through Friday. And sometimes we'll get it up early on Sunday if the game's early enough, which probably will happen uh, as I'll be at Heinz Field with Jenna covering Steelers Bengals 1 p.m. at, he at Sunday at Heinz Field. Uh, remember to subscribe to this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube. Like this video. It really helps us out. Also, if you're on Apple, please leave us a five-star review with a positive comment. Those really help out. When you do, you get a shout-out at the end of the show, just like this person, Jason Harden, who says, fantastic podcast with his five-star review, says, I love this podcast. I listen to it every single morning at work, and it's the best way to start my day. Chris and his guests always have great conversations with a ton of insight and information, sending some love from Fort Worth, Texas. Chris, keep it up, my man. Thank you, Jason Harden. We appreciate you. And Jenna hits you with the heart here on the YouTube videos. We appreciate stuff like that. We try to have fun conversations. We try to inform you, infotainment, if you if you will, right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. And, hey, Steelers Nation stretches far and wide all the way to Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, we really appreciate you tuning in. And if you tune in like that and you enjoy the show, please leave us a, your five-star review with your positive comments. That stuff really helps us out. Be back in your ears and on your screen Sunday night after the Steelers game, recapping what happened for you and get your, your first look into the Steelers next week. Until then, stay cool, Steelers fans. We'll be back here right on the Lockdown Steelers Podcast.